Welcome to today's episode of Diablo Off the Record. In today's show, we talk to you about the real money auction house, cheaters getting the banhammer, and a few achievements you may have overlooked. This is Diablo Off the Record. Stay a while and listen. Welcome back to Diablo Off the Record. Today's record date is June 15th, 2012. My name is Dave Deenforce Adams, and at my side today is Mistress Liz LeBeau. I love you being doing, at Liz? your side. It's a good place to be. <laughs> and really? at the side of her is uh, the illustrious Keth. Well, at least I'm on her side and not yours. Wow. See, I, I had to interrupt you there, Liz, because I knew that he was going to make fun of my side if I, I let him have a chance to talk. I'm sorry about that. Absolutely. Well, if you'd wear pants, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. <sighs> pants are optional. <laughs> to be honest, I'm not wearing pants either, so Liz, you're stuck in the middle. Uh, it, I live in the South. It is hot down here. You think I'm wearing anything? <laughs> wow. <laughs> And suddenly our podcast got an explicit rating. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, guys. Before we get too explicit, we need to get into the sponsorship of today. Our Today's show, as always, is sponsored by Doghouse Systems. If you're looking for a great gaming rig that are just raring to go with today's gaming market, check out DoghouseSystems.com. They have a bunch of systems that are pre-built and ready for your gaming pleasure as well as a lot of uh customizable options on pcs but don't look overlook that they do also have laptops ready and raring to go so if you go to doghousesystems.com if you do decide that you would love to have one of their systems go to, at checkout put in all one word off the record and you'll double your ram that's a hundred to a hundred fifty dollar value DoghouseSystems.com, off the record, all one word, doubles your RAM. But that's not all. Doghouse Systems has amazing customer care. They're willing to help you pretty much any time that you have a problem over just about anything. you have any issue whatsoever, feel free to call them up. Great people, excellent service. Also, we are sponsored today by Tweaked Audio Headphones. If you want some of the best headphones for your gaming experience... Think Tweaked Audio. I know that a lot of the, the hosts on this show love Tweaked Audio. They tout them every time we get a chance to speak about them. Now, Tweaked Audio is also giving us an amazing offer. If you do decide to pick up one of their headphones, type in all one word off the record at checkout, and that's 30% off of any purchase that you make for, of their headphones. That brings down the cheapest of their headphones down to... Twelve ninety nine from nineteen ninety nine, thirty percent off. It's that's a that's a pretty good deal. Again, all one word off the record. All right, guys. I think that's uh, enough touting our sponsors. What do y'all say that we get uh, get actually into a little bit of our weekend game? I'm excited. You're excited. 
All right, and well, I'm muted. There we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> hey, Kath. Um, I think that we should let Liz go since she's excited about no, talking no. what she did this week. No, I would like to hear David go first. Oh, okay. Well, I think I think I shall go first just to get myself out of the way. But um, what I was thinking. Yeah, great minds think alike. Anywho, uh, this week I tried to actually. You know how last week I was complaining about my monk. How I was like, you know, it just isn't for me. Well, I decided to give it another look, and I, I really put some effort into it this week, and I got him up to level 37. And I decked him out in all this really nice gear and put some effort into him, and I still have come across this this play style with him that I'm I'm tossing around big abilities just so it, it converts the cost of the ability into heals for myself. Have y'all have y'all seen this passive ability? I no. have not yet, but I, I do want to say thirty seven. Yeah, I've seen clerks. It's just I'm sorry. I don't think we can go on with that joke without getting an explicit tag. <laughs> Keth, you, yeah, you no, haven't tried a monk, have you? I like level four or five, but <laughs> Yeah, and then the last time I tried a monk was during the hardcore challenge, and I got to like level nine before I died, and couldn't use any of my skills, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, apparently there's a uh, a passive ability which you get pretty low level too, that transfers like every point of spirit spent for attacks into health, which. I mean, yeah, it's good, but it kind of, it it makes it so people go into, the, at least me, I go into this play style where if I'm in a bad situation, I'm not going to put a healing spell on my, my bar. I'm going to put a high cost spell on my bar instead. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, it's sense. I'm getting, you know, an effect that I would normally want out of a skill plus a huge amount of healing. At least at my level, that's how I'm surviving. And it I sounds just, like you're complaining about that. I am. I just I don't care for it. It just feels cheap. Cool. I just it, it, for the first time I've come across a class. It just it, it doesn't sit right with me. Truthfully, I'm I get bored of playing my monk, and I'm I really am hoping that somewhere down the line, it just it booms for me and gets so much better that I can't put it down, but I've just, I haven't got there with my monk yet. Now, On I the other the hand... Pro- oh, I'm sorry. No, what's up? I had the same problem with my monk, because I, I started one as well. I found that all the new skills I would get just didn't really... They weren't that different from one another, especially the primary skills. I mm. waffled back and forth between all of those, it, and it didn't feel like I was progressing at all, just because of, you know, what types of skills you get. You get the good one every once like- in a while, but... Yeah, there's just the skills are like so minute in difference from each other that you don't really you don't really feel a difference when you level up and get a new skill or a new rune. It's like, hey, look, it's the same thing, just done differently. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like you get that that amazing rune, which makes it twice as powerful. I just I haven't come across that in the monk that really makes me want to play it. Maybe yet. But, uh, you don't know. Maybe I'm, later on. That's what know. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna get my monk up to sixty. I have no doubt. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the two sixties of every class. I have no doubt about that. It's just I wanna I wanna find that niche in this class for me and I just 
I feel like I haven't found it yet. Um, but I did pick up my witch doctor, uh, Vudette, and <laughs> I love her. She's hilarious. I, I'm in love with the witch doctor class. This has got to be the probably the most fun class I've ever played, and it's slow leveling. It really feels like I'm leveling really, really slow with her. I'm only level 25, but she's so much fun. I have this, I have this giant toad that I can summon, and it'll swallow an enemy whole. Does it poop it out? It that just, like, hysterical. chews it up. It's hilarious. Um, I have this little fetish shaman that turns things into chickens. This little this little midget no. shaman with this giant headdress that runs around and like th- pops things into chickens. It's it's grand. Yeah, Keth doesn't know anything about that, so he's like, I'm, I'm just clueless and saying. You're talking about two class the two classes that I haven't spent any time on ah, whatsoever. You, then you got to pick up the witch doctor. Keth, I'm saving the witch, witch doctor, doctor for later, just because I liked it the best for last. You know, everyone's saying that, but oh my god, I love my witch doctor. I'm telling you, I'm going to put so much time and effort in my witch doctor, it's going to be so much fun. But, as I said before, I I tried playing my monk, right? And I got into this whole point of healing myself with spirit spent. So then I started going through on my barbarian, my main character, who's, you know, level 60, he's in Inferno, I'm trying to, you know, just deck him out as best as possible... And I came across this weapon called the Blade of the Warlord. And what it is, it's a it's a, a legendary sword, a one-handed sword, but it has an effect on it, and all of them have this effect standard on them that says I, it heals me 20 HP per every point of fury spent. So... I'm basically doing the same thing that I did on my monk, now on my level 60 barbarian, on top of what I already have going, and it's crazy. Now, I know Keth has gotten on my my case a lot for using Whirlwind, right? Yeah. I know you hate me for doing that, but this is hilarious with Whirlwind. Speaking of Whirlwind, did you know there's an achievement that if you destroy 2,000 objects with that, that it is an achievement? Yeah, that's in the Barbarian uh, achievements, right? Mm-hmm. I think I'm getting close on that. I'm hoping. But um, I, I do. I love this this Blade of the Warlord. I actually I spent some a good amount of money finding one that had uh, a nice DPS on it, as well as good life per, per damage dealt, and a socket in it, which I threw an Amnethyst in, which uh, the Amnethyst adds a static amount of healing Per hit, I think, I think I have mine up to like 190 health per hit on on my weapons. So that makes whirlwind just hilarious. So, um, Liz, I do want to hear what you had to say for this week. For this week, oh, I was just pretending that I was excited. I wasn't really. No, um, I didn't <laughs> play much this week. I was sick, but at the beginning of the week, or you know, right after we recorded last time, I went on with my well, uh, wizard. And I couldn't beat Belial for the life of me, and I rage quit so bad that I almost broke the computer. <laughs> and so one one of the two of you needs to help me through that and then leave my game. Is that possible to tell people? I can help you through it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I did that, and then I was running out of money because of potions, again, uh, you know, he- healing potions, and so I... St- 
was like, I'm just going to punch, punch, kick stuff. So I started the monk and haven't really thought about the wizard ever since. Really? That's really? surprising. You actually put down your wizard. Uh, yeah. Once I get past Belial, I'll pick it right back up. But because I, I don't like... I don't like going up to my enemies. I don't like having to run to everything uh, to kill it. It just takes so long. Uh, I don't like the running. I wish they would make my character run a little bit faster. Um, but I do like the fact that you can heal yourself. <laughs> and so whatever you were complaining about, you're, oh, this heals me. I love it. And I think you're wrong. <laughs> well, I may be. And I, I know I'm, I'm oh, a I hypocrite for using it on my own sword, <laughs> on my... my warrior but it's because i enjoy or my barbarian uh, my warrior on my barbarian i'm using the blade of the warlord which basically does the same thing but i enjoy the barbarian without it already it just feels like a plus on the monk it just feels like you know it's if you don't have it you're 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 missing out <sighs> you poor poor man <laughs> there there's there's one skill where you throw down some kind of uh, rune, uh, seven sides of something, seven seas of yeah, rune. I don't know what they call it. Right. <laughs> yes, that is badass. You throw it down and and it's maybe ten yards across, and all your enemies do seven or they take seven hundred percent damage. And there is also an achievement for doing or killing seven enemies with one of those at once. Yeah, I love seven sided strike. That, they need to remove the cooldown from that just because it looks so cool. I want to be doing that on everything. Yeah, they need, I don't want to cool down at all because I want to use it on everything. Oh, <laughs> taking out those wasps or what? what are they, bees or whatnot? Oh, mama-like. <laughs> deal with them. I'm going way faster with, with the monk because it's, I don't know, maybe just punching things is easier. I can understand now why people were like, you're only level such and such. Ah, why are you only that level? Because now after playing different classes, I'm realizing, oh, the wizard is not very fast because she has to kite everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the monk and the barbarian just like walk through the game while the other classes have to struggle. But yeah, yeah the problem is you kind of hit a brick wall when you hit Inferno. So, Well, I'm not planning on Inferno. Yeah, we'll you'll get, get you there. there eventually. You'll get there eventually, and then you'll you'll not there. even remember saying that. I'll remember it. Somebody nah, will remind me. You'll get there one day, and you'll be like, oh, this is awesome. Cat, <laughs> how'd you do this week? Well, you know, I now have my second level 60, uh, thanks to Dean. Yay, congratulations. Uh, I gotta give him credit. Although I'm not entirely sure how much help he was, because... I was level 59, I had like a bar to go, I was on Diablo in hell mode, and I had like 10 minutes before I had to leave for work. Dean logs on, I go, you know what, I could either attempt to hit level 60, and then get my, uh, um, hold on, what the heck's it called? Uh, Stacks of Valor or something? No, not Heart and Wrath. What's the other Warcry one, Dean? Oh, the one that does the resistances. Oh, man. I know which one you're talking about. I don't have it on, on me at the moment. Hold on. This is going to drive me nuts. I do this every time. All it right. is uh, Impunity. Impunity, Impunity, yes. which all of your resistances are increased by 50 cents. Or 50%, 50. not 50 cents. You know, like 50 the cent. rapper. 
I know, right? <laughs> at any rate, so don't have that because it's unlocked at level 60. So what I was using was Hardened Wrath, which is increases the armor bonus to 40%. And I was struggling on Diablo. And so I'm like, I can either get to 60, get this thing up my uh, resistances and taken down, or I could be like, Dean, what's up? Get in here. So I went with the second option. <laughs> Dean comes in, we start beating on Diablo, and then all of a sudden this achievement pops up saying, Dean got the <laughs> achievement for punching Diablo. <laughs> in the middle of the fight, it was so easy for me. He wasn't doing any damage. So I took off my, my skill on my main hand. I took my weapon off while just standing there next to Diablo and just casually walked up and punched him. <laughs> and I the go, whole time, gee. Keth is like dying over here, getting his butt kicked. I'm <laughs> and I'm like, gee, Dan, thanks for all the help. Uh, so <laughs> at any rate, I, I managed to get it. Uh, we managed to get Diablo down with or without Dean's help and I had to leave for work immediately and that's where my barbarian has stayed I think I, I did the first quest on Inferno but I'm not ready for the Inferno grind yet so I started playing my wizard uh, you know because I figure once 1.0.3 comes out then I may go back and, and start the Inferno Insanity but I'm just not ready for it yet. So I started playing my wizard, got my wizard up to just under level 20, uh, having a lot of fun on my wizard, and uh, that's about it. But I did want to talk briefly about the build that I was using on my Barbarian, because there's a couple of skills that, I, that I've used that I think people might benefit from hearing about. And the main one on there is Wrath of the Berserker with the Insanity Rune. Now, what that does is while Wrath of the Berserker is active, you do 100% more damage. Okay, so it doubles your damage. Now, that being said, if you use Earthquake, which does 2,000% of your weapon damage, if you hit Wrath of the Berserker and then do your Earthquake, you're doing 4,000 thousand percent of your weapon damage that got me through 90 percent of hell mode because that's, i dropped that's that actually and, yeah i'm and, still doing that in inferno yeah it, it just melts face it's it's amazing and even if you die which let's face it you do quite a bit especially in inferno that earthquake is still active after you die so especially with these mobs that get right on top of you they will die shortly thereafter, and you just get to sit there dead and watch them die. Definitely something to look into. Uh, also, I'm not a huge fan of Whirlwind, but if you use Ignore Pain with the Ignorance is Bliss rune, where 20% of your damage is converted to health, and then you use uh, Whirlwind, and then you use... What's that one you were using? That you told me I should try. Uh, which one? The the one that gives you that. You know, I said I wasn't going to do this this podcast, and I'm doing it anyway. Well, tell me the name bit. I'll tell you which one it is. Uh, wind shear. There oh. you go. Whirlwind with wind shear, where you gain one yes. fury for every enemy struck, and yes, you're doing the twenty percent life. You basically get 
whirlwind every time you hit if you get in a group of mobs you're gaining more fury than you're losing from using yeah. whirlwind so you basically stay at max fury you're hitting enemies non-stop plus you're gaining 20 percent of the damage that you're doing as health so you, you pop uh you pop your dang ignore pain and then you do whirlwind and you can't be killed at least right. for the, you know, basically, while you hit everything in up. the area, just to complete AOE, you're at full health, taking 65% less damage. You basically get yourself back to full health, get yourself to full fury if you have more than five enemies on the field. You, it, It's like the perfect combination. It is sick. Yeah, uh, and there's, there's so many different builds, and, and I know we're going to talk about this a little bit later, but... These are the kind of combinations that you find where you get something like Ignore Pain, then you throw Whirlwind. You get Wrath of the Berserker, you throw in Earthquake. Like These are all skills that are useful on their own, but when you start to add certain combinations, y- you end up with such a unique build that you know somebody might say, Hey, uh, Whirlwind's completely useless, but when you combine it with Ignore Pain... You basically just turn on God mode. Yeah. You know, for the, the 15 seconds that, that ignore pain lasts. Or, I'm sorry, five seconds. Yeah, the five, it's five. Well, this sounds amazing. So why are people saying that Inferno is too hard? Because Whoa. you still get one shot left and right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're still... There's Even, times when, infer, when uh, ignore pain is down. That's when it sucks. Yeah, the, the, that's why I said how Earthquake persists after you die. That's how I kill elite mobs. Because <laughs> they come in, kill me, and then Earthquake's still going, so they die. You know, So I'm dead, but dang it. I, I, I may not defend my character, but I will avenge it. <laughs> now, have any either of you had the problem where you'll die in a certain area and you get warped back to way way back and uh it looks like the area hasn't even been cleared even though you know it has and do you understand what i'm talking about like it it brings up the fog of war kind of effect where you haven't seen the area right now like i'll be in a in a dungeon this is one of the reasons i rage quit also is because i would be in a dungeon and wouldn't pay attention i'd get killed and then i'd go all the way back to not that the the beginning of that dungeon but the beginning of the freaking act like, I'd have to find my way all the way back there. It was driving that's, me nuts. That's got to be an error, because it should be doing uh, auto-saving Like, if I enter points. a door, yeah. Yeah, but it should be it giving you checkpoints. Yeah, it doesn't say that there is a checkpoint. Um, oh. Or, yeah, if you're I having problems like that, me. message me or message, uh, send in an a email. If you go to your battle.net site and mm-hmm. sign in, you can actually... Put in in the upper right hand corner. You should be able to add a ticket from there. And if How you have any problems that take, like though? that, they usually answer it between a day and a, or a day or two. You'll have it answered. And, and Liz, that may sound insane to you because you're new to games like this, but. Being as how many people are on this game and how many people are are having issues because well. It's still a brand new game that's actually very quick. Okay. 
I didn't even yeah, see that's the thing. I don't even realize if something is a bug or a glitch. Um, that's why I would probably be a terrible beta tester because I'd be like, oh, that's <laughs> just part of the game that I don't know about. <laughs> no, usually if anything's driving you crazy, it's probably not there to drive you crazy. If if you're not able to get through Act One in Inferno, there's probably a reason why. It's probably your your skill set or your your spec that you're using. If you're not able to, you know, if there's a bug, bring it up, talk about it because there are going to be bugs that people don't know are bugs until they go on the forums and ask, "Hey, is this right?" Yeah, but going on the forums is like killing yourself three times. <laughs> or messaging me on Twitter. That always works too. That. Oh, I, yeah. That's I nice. love complaining. So if you want to, my, my Twitter's at the Enforce. Message me. I, I love to complain. So give me a reason to complain. All right. So, Thanks, all right, guys. Um, does anybody else have anything to say for their weekend game? Uh, no, I'm pretty much good. All right. Um, we actually have one more thing to say before we go into the communal fire. We are doing our Diablo 2 giveaway. Yes, that's right. For all those people who play and love Diablo 3 but are sad that you may have missed out on the story or gameplay from Diablo 2, we at Diablo Off the Record have a copy of Diablo 2 as well as a copy of Diablo 2 Lord of Destruction, the expansion for it, and we're giving it away to one lucky winner. To enter, send us an email at DiabloOffTheRecord.com or, I'm sorry, DiabloOffTheRecord at gmail.com. Make sure the title is D2 Contest. But the problem is there's a catch. We want you to send us a picture of the craziest, funniest, or weirdest named yellow item. Because they're all randomized. They, They have a list of random names. So if you find the most random, funniest, random named yellow item... Snap a screenshot of it and send it in with your email. And we'll check them out, and the best ones we'll call out on the show. Um, all entrants must be 18 years or older. Only one entry per person uh, will be accepted. And the item must be presented in-game to receive your game codes. So no Photoshopping. So you're saying that my item that's Dean's teeth for the yellow... Would be uh, hilarious. That yeah, if you're if it's a Photoshop, then it ain't gonna be accepted. But if that actually happened, that'd be a winner. Now, if somebody <laughs> comes across something better later on, like in the week or whenever, when does this end? Uh, uh, we haven't set an end to it yet. Uh, it's probably gonna last uh, two weeks to a month. Usually, probably until we find that one that just springs out at us and. We can say, hey, that's the one. Okay, um, if somebody else finds something, they send in one, and they find something better and send it in later, would we just count the second, or the the most recent? Yeah, the most recent one sent in will be chosen, but we just want uh, one per person, because basically we don't want to be flooded with the same person sending us a million entrants. (laughs) I... All right, guys, so send, snap your screenshots of your cool yellow items, send in a picture of them, and the best one will win. All right, guys, that's enough for our weekend game. Let's move on to the communal fire.
Welcome to the communal fire, my friend. Have a seat. We'll share a story or two. Alright guys, welcome to the Communal Fire, your official and community news. Up first for the news is the big, the bad, the real money auction house has released. Y'all ready for this? I'm totally ready for this, mainly because I was one of those people that didn't figure out how to make it work. Okay, well I will explain it to you, we have the... I pulled the full thing off of their site. I broke it down to... I pulled a lot out of it, but there's still... It's a lot of information here, so let me go through it. Uh, First off, the Diablo 3 Real Money Auction House is now available in the America's game region for the US dollar, the Australian dollar, and the Mexican peso. With the Real Money Auction House, players will be able to buy and sell the loot they find in-game using actual currency using approved third-party payment services or their battle.net balance. The Real Money Auction House for the Europe game region and the remaining America's game region currencies, i.e. the Chilean peso, the Argentine peso, and the Brazilian real, will launch in the near future. We're rolling out elements of the Real Money Auction House separately to ensure all of our players have the smoothest possible experience. We have more information, we will have more information on the availability of the European Real Money Auction House and the remaining American currencies soon, TM. To access the Real Money Auction House, click on the Auction House button on the left hand side of the campaign screen, and then on the button showing your region's currency in the upper right-hand corner of the Auction House interface. This will switch between gold and real money auction houses. Latin American players will also have the access to trade using the United States dollar, Australian dollar, and Mexican pesos. Before you get started, here are a few things you need to keep in mind. The Regional Auction House and Global Play. Players will have access to the Real Money Auction House while playing in their home game region. That's for the Americas and Europe only. And characters created outside of your home region will not be able to buy, sell, or use items from any Real Money Auction House. Now, there are account security requirements. We also wanted to remind you of a few important security measures you'll be required to use in order to access certain real money auction house features. Players who wish to use their battle.net balance to buy or sell items will need to attach a physical battle.net authenticator or a battle.net mobile authenticator app, which is normally on smartphones. Those of you who wish to use PayPal Uh, to buy items or receive the proceeds from their auctions will need to sign up for our Battle.net SMS Protect service. Uh, With the Battle.net SMS Protect, you'll occasionally receive a text message on your mobile phone when making a PayPal-related transaction. This message contains a code that you must enter to proceed with your transaction. 
Even if you don't plan on using the Real Money Auction House, we encourage everyone to consider adding these extra layers of protection to your Battle.net account. Any questions on those guys? Because I know that was a kind of a big deal. No, I'm just I'm glad that the uh, the account security requirements are going to require you to add a Battle.net authenticator, and, and the PayPal one's going to make you do the SMS thing uh, because. You know, especially with all these rumors of hacking and blah 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 going around, and people's accounts getting hacked, you throw an authenticator on there, and, and your chance of getting hacked are, are going to go down just astronomically. You know, it, it's just good business. So I'm glad that people that are interested in using this are going to have to do that. That's just going to be another person that's got a very low percentage chance of being hacked. I do like that, and the, the cool thing is, is that. On top of everything, it's not like this is replacing the gold auction house. So I'm, I'm happy to see that. You know, that, that this is just an option. You're not forced to do it at all. Yeah, oh, but yeah. really, the best stuff's going to be on the pay stuff. I, I disagree, and I'll explain why in a moment. I want you to explain now. <laughs> okay. I will definitely explain okay. why in a moment. Um, commodities. The real, uh, auction, real Money Auction House will launch... With equipment trading only, in other words, weapons, armor, and, and other such gear, we'll bring commodities online as soon as possible. And as mentioned earlier, we want to make sure that commodity trading remains quick, stable, and reliable. The team is hard at work on this and will provide another update as once commodities are ready. Now, this is one thing I want to bring up commodities as they say here for the real money auction house yes it includes plans for your blacksmith and your jeweler it includes jewels it includes uh you know artisan tomes and stuff like that it also the real money auction house will allow you to sell gold in game so this is what i i want to bring up people say oh we're gonna see everything on the real money auction house because it's going to be for real money, right? I disagree. I think that because they set a limit, there is a $250 maximum limit for any item on the real money auction house. People are going to be measuring that against how much gold they can get. Because let's say there's a possibility that something's going to sell for twice as much as it would be if it were transferred into gold than it would be for being real money. If you wanted to, you could sell it as on the gold auction house, then transfer the gold, you know, sell the gold into real money. There's no reason why with it now that there's a there's a cap on the maximum amount of money you can set things for on the auction house, once they allow you to trade gold for money, we're going to see a lot of people putting things up on the, the normal gold auction house, and I'm betting it's going to even out pretty soon. Oh, yeah, I'm absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, once gold and, and 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 dollars equal out, so the maximum mm -hmm. is $250, and that's going to be equal to, you know, for example, a million gold. Once you figure out that ratio, if you can sell the same item on the gold Precisely. auction house for 5 million gold but you can only max it out at $250 you're you're going to see that even out because people are going to put it on the real auction or the gold auction house 
get the money, just like you said, and then turn around and sell the money on the gold auction house. So eventually we're going to run into that where X amount of gold equals X amount of dollars, and that's where it's going to even out. So, yeah, I absolutely agree with what you said, Dan. I I really see, because I'm just going to take a wild shot in the dark here and say one million gold is going to equal one dollar. Let's just say that. So $250 means in equivalency, the highest you can have something sell for might as well be 250 million gold, right? Now, the, the maximum gold is way, way higher than that. So the possibilities are endless, near, nearly endless on the gold auction house compared to the real money auction house because of the limits that they have to put on the real money auction house. But don't you think that the prices are going to skyrocket for somebody like me that only wants to use the gold one right now? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to afford to bid on anything. I mean, even if, if I'm just trying to level up my character, not, you know, level 60, which I know the blah, 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 those people, you people. <laughs> but uh, until then, if I just want to get something that's good for my level 50 or whatnot, mm-hmm. it, it's going to be millions. And I'm like, dude, I can barely even afford all the health potions I need for such and such. Well, they have another thing in place for that as well. Um, the Real Money Auction House has a minimum uh, tax on basically every type of armor that you put in the game. It it's, removes uh, $1 from it. It is, it is armor, isn't it? Or is it what? just weapons? What? That I think it's no both. I think it's both. Um, I think it's armor and weapons that it, they remove a dollar off the top. So basically, what they're saying is, if you're putting something on the auction house, if it's worth less than a dollar in actual currency, then you need to be putting it up on the gold auction house. Now, remember what I said earlier, that one gold might as well equal one million, or one one dollar might as well equal one million gold. So basically, they're telling people, if that item, were it being put on the gold auction house... If it were less than a million gold, don't put it on the real money auction house. So they're going to do 999000 or whatever. Now, if it's worth less, then I'm, I'm telling you, people are realizing, especially at top levels, what things are worth. You're going to see money evening out pretty quickly. I know with the gold auction house, it's evening out from the top down. Your level 60 items, a lot of things are selling for maybe... 5,000 gold for a, a decent item where, yes, you still have some psychopaths who are putting things up for, you know, 20 billion gold for this amazing item. Well, no one's yeah, going to pay that. Yeah, those people need to stop. It, well, they're going to they're gonna realize pretty soon that they can, you know, keep that in their bank if that's what they want to do with it because no one's going to pay that. Well, and, and, and this boils down to, you know, and again, we're just speculating on the price of, you know, dollars versus gold and, and, and et cetera, because, you know, we, we haven't seen what this is going to even out to. But one of the things that, that people need to remember is, again, this is a brand new economy, okay? We mm-hmm. don't have, you know, professional day traders and all this, and the world isn't built off of this, you know, well, the U.S. dollar is worth this and all that. It's still getting figured out because this is still a brand new game. As we started, when we initially started and I got on that auction house, I was looking at like blue items that weren't worth a darn being sold for millions and millions of gold. 
Yeah. And the sad part was this was during like the first week of play. People didn't have millions and millions worth of gold. It was just asinine to throw something up there for 30 million gold, knowing dang well that there's like three people in the world that had enough energy drinks to actually accumulate <laughs> Dan. gold. It was Dan. I, was I know it. <laughs> You're laughing He's because it's true. monster, and, and, and that's the reason that he got that much gold in the first week. You know, those of us that have jobs and and, and, <laughs> and real life couldn't handle the stuff that these guys are putting out. And so consequently, those prices started dropping and dropping and dropping and dropping. And now I got a full set of level 60 gear from my Barbarian that was decent gear for less than 100000 Why? Because I played the auction house the way it's supposed to be played. I looked on. I set a limit for myself. I said I'm only willing to pay... 10,000 gold for this item and if they don't have it then I'm not buying it. But and you I said ended this up is for your level 60, right? Yeah, I okay. literally decked out my level 60 barbarian with brand new a full set of brand new gear for less than 100,000 gold. Yeah. You definitely can. And it's stuff that will get you through Inferno, at least get your foot in the door. There actually are people who were realizing, "Hey, this stuff will sell if I put it at a reasonable price. The stuff with the high uh, resistances and a lot of vitality as well. Yeah. That, that's what you really you want to look for. just got to find the right things. Well, it's, it's different for every class. I mean, well, me yeah, personally, I know. I, I, me personally, I look for items that they have to have at least 50 resistance. They have to have at least between like 75 and 100, either strength, vitality, or both probably. And they have to have a decent amount of armor, at least for me as a barbarian. Other stats are just, you know, it's ice cream on the cake. But definitely, when I'm looking for gear, that's what I put in. And I, I'm just like Keth. I'm a bargain hunter. And you have to be. You definitely have to be. I think that's positive. for a level 60. I'm sorry. That's for a level 60, though, because if you're lower like me, you're just like, you get halfway through it. And then you go, you know what? I'm just going to find something anyway. And then you just quit the auction house. Well, and that's that's what it boils down to. You know, you have to look at how long you're going to use that item and what right. you're willing to pay for it. As I'm leveling up, when I'm looking for a brand new item, I'm saying 5,000 gold, if that. You know, and that I can afford to spend that because I have my two level 60s that are earning gold for me. You know, before that, I was looking for 1,000 gold. If I could find something for 1,000 gold, I'd go, hey, good to go. I'm going to buy that. And there are still those deals out there. And the other thing you need to keep in mind is occasionally you will find items that are put on there for 10000 for their minimum bid, but like $50 billion for their buyout. Dude, I've and got you have to so many items money. doing that. Oh, yeah, and in a day and a half, it's yours because everybody looks at that initial buyout because they want that item immediately, mm-hmm. and they go, $50 billion gold, I'm not paying that, and they ignore it. Whereas you're looking at the minimum bid is a thousand gold, and you're like, you know what? That's a dang legendary item, level sixty for a thousand gold. That's a great. And as tip. long as you're, you know, as long as <laughs> you're willing is, to look it at it and occasionally check back and make sure you haven't been outbid, you can get deals like that. I did. I got my uh, my blade of the warlord. I got it for like a third of the price the other warlord blades were going for, because I bid on it. Instead of doing buyout. So I, I do, I recommend it. Because it's, it's an excellent way of doing business. And a lot of people don't. 
because they don't want to wait. It, you know, it's it, we're still at the beginning of the game. Everybody wants it now, wants it now. It's an auction house. You yeah. have to wait. You got to play it right. And if you do, you, know, you can get some great deals. And, and and again, these are the people that are nonstop. I've got to be in Act 4 of Inferno by tomorrow because, you know, this game's not going to be around for the next 10 years and I have to do everything in it in the next week and a half. <laughs> Oh, I have I have two questions. When you hit level sixty, do you still get drops that uh, that boost your experience gain? <laughs> Actually, yes. Surprise! Really? You still oh yeah, get and you em. still run into those shrines that give you the XP bonus. Yeah, also. you still get that. Which I, it's funny because I mean it, it's random, so I can see that happening. But yeah, that is something I'd love if they looked into. <laughs> what happens if you bid on something and then you go play the game for? whatever 36 hours and you won and you don't have that money because you spent it on something else well it already it automatically goes toward the bid yeah oh, it automatically bid, takes it out okay so that money yes. disappears but then if you okay. get outbid that money comes back all right yeah so it's just like other uh games that like mmos uh their auction house basically it's a clone of the the way the WoW auction house works or the Rift auction house works. Same deal. You have your bids. You pay for them up front. If you're outbid, you get your money back. That simple. Um, moving on. That, that was a great conversation there. We do need to get through this. Um, the item delivery and processing purchases. Yes, some purchases will be processed. Occasionally, players may have to wait for a period of time before an item or any commodities they purchase in the Real Money Auction House arrives in their completed tab. While we expect a majority of Real Money Auction House purchases to be delivered to buyers immediately, in some circumstances, we will need to hold items for delivery while we conduct a review of the transaction. Held items will show as processing until the review is complete. Now, what this tells me is... There may be a few issues with, I don't know, if there's a PayPal issue or something, that they actually can step in and stop this. But you know what that also tells me? If they believe somebody is trying to play around with the Real Money Auction House, they already have their clause right here saying, we can, we will, and it may happen that we step in and stop it. And I love that. I like being protected like this. That's I'm yeah, I'm all for that. Makes you feel warm and cozy, doesn't it? It does. I, I actually feel hugged at the moment. Oh, okay. I do. Thank you, Blizzard, for hugging me. Okay, I'm not that <laughs> much of a fanboy. All right, moving on. This is for anyone who has owned a digital copy of Diablo 3 for more than three days and is still getting the message when attempting to access the real money auction house. What worked for me was adding a payment method on my battle.net account now what the, what this is saying is that i know keth had this problem earlier today oh um, yeah it, it literally exactly? is still happening to me uh you go uh, you know up in the upper right hand corner of your auction house where it says currency to switch to the real money auction house it pops up an error message saying uh digital copies of diablo 3 have to wait three days before accessing the real money auction house and right i've been now, playing this game for you know since oh, launch weeks, day weeks, weeks, and yeah. it's still giving me this error and i was like this has got to be a glitch you know maybe it's three days since the auction house launched 
I don't know what's going on. And it was driving me nuts. And of course, okay. I'm not a huge fan of the forums because they scare me. Well, so I, I didn't go and check this out. <laughs> I am a huge fan of the forums. I actually found something. Um, what this is supposed to do, if you do not already have a, a payment method tied to your account, when you click that button, it's supposed to send you to a Blizzard site which prompts you to make a PayPal account to tie to your account. Right, so you but, have to have that plus an authenticator to access the thing completely. Well, if you want to use a... You can use a PayPal account without having an authenticator, I do believe. If you well, want to use a Battle.net balance... It's the Battle.net balance, which you can actually load money onto the account you have to have an authenticator for. Right, but you have to have that active and, and working plus an authenticator to even work the auction house, the real money auction house. You don't have to. If you have a PayPal account, you can send things straight <laughs> to your PayPal. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Anywho, um, this issue was did come up with Keth, and... Um, the problem was is that he needed to have that payment method and doesn't have one on his account, which you don't have because you don't pay for WoW anymore, do you? I do not. I, I you actually you pulled we, your two years clean and sober now. Congratulations, you, congratulations. Um, <laughs> but you you actually pulled your credit card off of your account, didn't you? Yeah, absolutely. See, so that's that's what's going on. You don't have a, a, a payment method now for those at home who are are listening and don't know exactly how to do this, log into battle.net, go to your account, click settings, then my payment options. To the right, click on add payment method and add any credit card or, of course, your PayPal. Close the, the site after you're done and reopen Diablo 3. You should now be able to access the Real Money Auction House doing that. Now, and Liz... I'm sorry. Hold on, on one second. Let yes. me interrupt. While you're on your Battle.net account and you're messing around with the settings and the payment options, if you haven't, add an authenticator. <laughs> yes, that's that's what Liz was getting on my case about. I know. You gotta have you have an authenticator, definitely. Listen to Keth. Listen to Liz. Uh, I don't know. What I'm telling you, even if you're not planning on <laughs> using the Real Money Auction House. Get an authenticator on your account. Now, Liz, would you like to tell us about patch 1.02C? I would like to tell you about that. Uh, if the authentication service is busy, the login checkbox will now wait at authenticating credentials until a player's login attempt can be processed. As a result, players should no longer encounter error 37 when logging in. What is this? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I heard Liz scream with joy over that. Oh, I, I had a bunch of those. Um, Error 37 is dead. Yay. It will live I'm on sorry. in our hearts and our minds and blah, 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 blah. Achievements have been granted to players who previously completed their objectives, but were not correctly awarded completion credit. Did y'all do get anything? What? I'm pretty sure I saw you in game I, get your achievement for getting covetous Shen. I did. I got covetous Shen achievement. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Like I logged in, I was in the middle of like Act One, and it popped up with the covetous, covetous shin achievement. Oh, uh, that was that's that made my day. Seeing that pop up, I squeed like a little girl. I am yeah, mad I, at that achievement because I can't find one of the places you're supposed to talk to him. Oh, 
<laughs> yes. Anyway, there are bug fixes as well. Oh, Keth, you were going to say something. I'm sorry. Oh, no, sorry. I was still laughing at the Dan thing. No, please go on. <laughs> there are bug fixes. Several. They fixed several crashes which occurred when clicking on player-generated item links in the game client. Yes, apparently people were able to create fake items and link them in your chat in general. And people were clicking them to view them, and when they clicked a fake item, they would get kicked out of the game. Did anybody get friend requests from like a www.wesellgold.com or something? Seth gets that like every day. Oh, oh yeah, I've gotten quite a few of those. I, I actually, I've gotten a two or three of them myself, so yeah, it's funny. So just, report them as was, spam, and oh, yeah. you know, there's a button Definitely. that says click and ignore. Just report them, and then click and ignore. I yeah. literally yelled out, you've got to be kidding me, when I saw that. <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't bad enough those, that they're in my general chat. Now they're yeah. in my dang... Uh, they want to be list. friends. They want to hug you. And you know, with one of the solutions with uh, that I was having with my connection issues, one of the things they wrote was uh, try to keep general chat open. For some reason, it helps with the connection and lag and stuff. So I have to keep that open, and I get you know, I get a blurb of crap like that every five seconds. I'm sorry, Kath. You have something about um, <laughs> cheaters. Oh, bring on the ban hammer. <laughs> Cheaters, I'm hackers, kidding. gold farmers will rue the day. <laughs> so let me bring this up. Several thousand accounts, okay? That's several thousand accounts were banned in the first round of Diablo 3 cheater roundup. Blizzard rocking the banhammer. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm excited. Did you? Okay, so uh, this straight from Blizzard. We recently issued a round of account suspensions and bans to several thousand Diablo 3 players who were in violation of the Battle.net terms of use for cheating and or using botting or hacking programs while playing. In addition to undermining the spirit of fair play that's essential for everyone's enjoyment of the game, botting, hacking, and other such exploitive behavior can contribute to the stability and performance issues with Battle.net service. As always, maintaining a stable, safe, and fun online gaming experience for legitimate players is a top priority for us, and we will be continuing to keep watch on the Battle.net and take action as needed. So what this means is those of you that are getting reported for offering to sell me gold and spamming my dang friends list going, oh, we're going to sell you gold. You will rue the day that you messed with Battle.net <laughs> administrators. I think Kev is going to personally go to your house and spank you. <laughs> I have a ban hammer, okay? It's a 30-pound sledgehammer that I keep in the shed. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. You you will rue the banham. Well, Keth, uh, I, I think you need to, to take a smoke break or something because that was <laughs> getting excited. I, I'm just I'm glad excited. to see, <laughs> you know, th these are the things that, you know, we're having issues. It's the beginning launch of the game. Like I keep saying, you know, game hasn't been out a month. 
we're still having issues. We're, you know, these are the things that I get excited to see. Hey, the real money auction house is coming out. We know it has issues. We're working on it. Hey, there's people cheating in the game. We're kicking them out. You know, like these are the things that are coming out and, and that make me excited because I know that Blizzard is there going, hey, there's issues. We're fixing them. You know, I they're, do. They're, I, prefer, I prefer them to tell me that than not say anything at all. That Absolutely. You know, I don't know how many, you know, in the years that I've been playing video games, I don't know how many times something comes up and it's like everybody knows it's an issue, but the developer, you know, won't take responsibility for it. They're not willing to say, hey, there's a mistake. You know, these things happen. This is billions upon billions of lines of code and somebody accidentally put an A where there should have been an E, you know. It happens. It was probably their dang iPhone's autocorrect feature <laughs> when they were, you know, it happens, mistakes happen, they're owning up to it, and they're taking action. And that's what I like to see. Yeah, definitely. Um, on the other side of things, we do have a barbarian guide that we want to display for y'all today. It's by Dev Lowell's with a Z, 666. And he's on DiabloFans.com. The name of the guide is Guide How to Become a Successful and Exceptional Barbarian in Inferno Difficulty. This guide covers skills, passives, preferred stats, legendary and set gearing, as well as useful tips for solo and co-op play. Now, I know this says for Barbarians in Inferno Difficulty, but I definitely recommend this for anybody of any class, not just Barbarians. If you get an insight like this guy has strictly on the Barbarian builds, maybe you'll be able to look at your builds for a different class and say, hmm, maybe I need to weight different stats differently when I want to pick up new items. I definitely, I read this, and I, I got a better feel for my Barbarian, so much that I even, I switched around. I was using the Templar before I used this, and I, I've always been vocal about loving my Templar. Well, this really put me over the edge on, now I'm using my Enchantress. Ugh. And, okay. no, no, not uh, No, uh, I understand, I just don't like her. <laughs> well, I, I do like her, and you know why? The Enchantress... No, she has a passive skill, which increases my armor by 15%. Oh, she does? Oh, yeah. It's, it, it's, plus she has boobs. Um, but I'm I just really scanning do... through this. This is an amazing guide. <laughs> it, is an, it is a really good guide. If y'all want to take a second and look at it while I'm talking about it. Um, it definitely, it goes through, and basically this, this guy, Dev LOL's, 666 does a very good job in explaining not just the barbarian, but any other archetype for any class. Basically, he's telling you in his guide, there is no perfect build, which I'll tell you straight up. If anyone says there, oh, I'm an expert at, at playing this class. Here's the perfect build. Never listen to that person. They're an idiot, especially if his name's Keth. Do not take any build for face value. In, in this guide, he goes through different skills, different types of passives, 
telling you, hey, I use this in this situation. I use that in that situation. And he even goes through as which skills are are required to be able to, to get up to the next rung of difficulty to get where you need to be. I believe he even goes through so much to, to explain, try to re- explain resistances, but again, certain play styles require different types of stats and skills. And nobody's perfect, but I really did enjoy reading this guide. Once again, how to become a successful and exceptional barbarian in Inferno difficulty on DiabloFans.com, written by Dev LOL's 666. Can we you give know, a round of applause? And, and <laughs> after reading this, you know, I'd like to point out that I did read it, and um, he goes through, like I said, there are certain combinations, you know, like Earthquake itself is not viable or whatever, you know, then you get these people that say things like that. Oh, well, Earthquake's dumb because it only does a certain area of effect damage, and if they're not standing in it, then it doesn't work. Blah, blah, blah. But when you combine it with something like uh, Wrath of the Berserker with the Insanity, or, yeah, Insanity, and, you know, it suddenly goes from 2,000% to 4,000%, which means you're killing things twice as fast. You know, this he's the kind of guy, his guide sits down and explains things like that. Where he goes, you know what? People may not say this is viable, but when you look at it with this, with this passive skill and that and the other thing and and a certain amount of life on hit, you know, and then you get the vitality. He he does that. He breaks all these things down so you can go, okay, it's not viable in this situation, but when you do it like this, you know, he he's the kind of guy that gets you thinking, and that's the way you does. need to play. Because you know what? I hate, absolutely hate people telling me I have to play this. I played a Frost Mage in WoW for the longest time, (laughs) even though Frost was never viable. Why? Because when I initially started playing, I said, I'm going to be a Frost Mage. And I stuck to it. And you know what? People that raided with me said, I can't believe that you're doing that with that build. You know, was I the most viable? Was I putting out the highest DPS? No. But on the other hand, I had so much more crowd control and everything else that it made my build viable for raids because right, I exactly. was the guy like that could crowd specs, control. Different specs work for different situations, and that's the main thing he's trying to get across, at least from what I saw in his explanations of skills and passives. Yeah. So these are the kind of posts that you need to look out for on the – I'm going to say it – the forums. <laughs> Because don't these say, are the don't kind say of the guys, F word on here, bro. I know, right? <laughs> but these are the kind of guys that have that insight and are willing to share their knowledge. Definitely. All right, Liz, you got something for us. Do I ever? Uh, <laughs> now I got to think about because I was busy looking at this thing. <laughs> oh, 1.03 is still slated for release at the end of the month. They're planning it uh, to hit this month, yes. And legendary. Legendary items, the changes won't be in 1.0.3, though. Well, that's unfortunate. But I'm I'm glad that it's still slated to be for this month. I can't... Man, Keth, I can't wait for 1.0.3. Oh, let me oh. tell you, I may <laughs> actually take a stab at Inferno, <laughs> because you know what? The whole dying every three seconds, 
getting old. That's why I'm. It is. Yeah, I've got but, two sixties, but have I beat Inferno? No. Why? Because I'm not looking forward to that. Run around, run around, die. Run around, run around, die. And, and I doing did that, that nonstop. Yeah, I. I've got. I'm about halfway. Two. Yeah, I'm about halfway through Act Two right now, and I've been doing it solo. So I'm. I'm sure if I teamed up with people, I could get through it easy. But I, you know, I'm looking forward to it to where I can casually just enjoy Act Two Inferno or Act Three Inferno, for that matter. Yeah, Are you supposed to even to casually enjoy it? Well, it's supposed to no, be kind of. But it's supposed <laughs> to be difficult, and it is. It's a it's a little bit more than difficult. Yeah, when at this you point, you can't do anything about it. Yeah, it, at this point, it's a little extreme. Now, those people out there that want the challenge and want to get through Act Four, you know what? Good on you. I'm just not ready to commit that amount of hours to dying nonstop. Well, not so. especially not when you have four other character classes to play. Oh, yeah. I have 260s, remember? Well, I, I'm still... I'm a loser. I'm still behind you, okay? You happy? <laughs> yeah, you may be in further in Inferno, but I'm further in the classes, so I got you beat. Can you imagine having to die over and over again in... in uh, what is it called? Inferno, and then having the problems I did where you reset from the very, very beginning? Oh, Man, I, oh. That. I would report that so I would hard. be playing the 30% off StarCraft that was last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, Keth, what do you got for us? You know, a uh, little bit of news. Some people are excited. I personally don't care. But you know what? It's a feature, and people are going to take advantage of it. Uh, there's not a current date set for it, um, but right now, Blizzard's looking at releasing the character profiles around the end of the month, beginning of next month. Okay, that time frame isn't set in stone. They're still working on it, and this is one of those side projects. You know, they've got to work on the main game. This is something else. Um, for those of you that don't know, the character profiles are when you're on those, you know, the F word. Uh, <laughs> you'll be able to click on people's uh, little <laughs> avatars and stuff, and, and it's going to be able to bring up a full profile. Hey, this guy's a level 60 barbarian. He's using these skills. He has these items. You know, blah, blah, blah. You're going to actually be able to see these people. I'm going to be able to get on and see that Dean is a level 60 barbarian in Act 2 of Inferno. And the reason he sucks at life is because he's running all Intel gear. This and is I'm just going to cause problems, though, to me. Or at least well, in my opinion. You know, it's you're going to run into those trolls that are going to be like, oh yeah, you don't know what you're talking about because you're running this build and that build isn't the best build ever. So you're, you are going to run into that kind of thing. But on the other hand, you're going to be able to look into a post like, uh, what was it, DevLols666? You're mm -hmm. going to be able to look at his build and go, you know what? This guy actually has the achievement for killing Diablo in Inferno and he's saying this, which means maybe, just maybe, he knows what he's talking about. On the other hand, he could be that guy that had the ability to spend $4,000 on the real money auction house and get the best items in the game and could use whatever bill he wants. You know, so, but you'll be able to judge that off of what's going on. If the guy's a level one wizard, obviously 
he may or may not know what he's talking about when it comes to barbarians. Right. So. Well, on top of this, it also brings in a social as- aspect to the game. If you want to look up one of your friends, it's probably going to have a search function to where you can look up their name and check out all their characters, see how your friends are doing, say, oh, hey, absolutely. you want to team up sometime on your lobby mage? Yeah, man, I'll team up with you on my mage. And then you can all go out and have fun and, and kill things, which that's what the I, game's all about. It's all about having homies and killing stuff. I do yeah, check so. up on the two of you in the friends list every once in a while if you're on. I go yeah. and look at your character. I've accidentally invited people to <laughs> to games though because the Which the, is the only way we can get into your game, by the way. I know. And she somebody does that on has purpose. their things set to ignore, so I can't, you know, just pop into her game and be like, yo, what's up? Let me help you out with my level well, six. Because I'm I would okay. With as many problems as I've been having with resetting and stuff like that, you don't want to join my game. <laughs> <laughs> You know what it really sounds like? It really sounds like it's kicking you out of your game, not when you yeah. die brings you. When that happens, and that that is when I explained last week when I would run somewhere and then no enemies would be around me and then bit of lag, boom, I'm dead because there are 17 on top of me. <laughs> but, yeah, oh gosh, I hate that. And when did they add, I don't know if it's been there from the beginning, but that little bar on the uh, uh, at the bottom right hand of the screen that tells you what your lag is doing? Has that been oh, there from the yeah, beginning? Oh, yeah, that's been there. That's oh, been yeah. there. But it, it usually, it, <laughs> it should normally be green. Now, the problem is, is their green, you know, good, low lag, is like 250 to 300 uh, milliseconds of lag. That's enough to get you killed in Diablo. That's that's well, and especially like once you get into the higher difficulties. That, yeah. man, that's that's a rough amount of lag, and it's still saying green. I don't know. That I think that needs to be looked at a little bit. Yeah, now that I've discovered it, I can't take my eyes off of it. <laughs> I know <laughs> but, because it'll go down to nothing in in a millionth of a millisecond, <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh, wow, okay, yeah. All right, moving on. We do have new Diablo 3 Jinx gear. Loot has dropped IRL FTW. All right, um, you won't have to hope for a lucky drop to, to get our newest gear upgrades from Jinx. They're available right now. Three new tees, including the final Diablo 3 box art, the stained glass piece from the Wrath animated short, and the butcher piece by Braum, we unveiled at last year's Comic-Con, are now available. You can also show your love with heroic sticker sets. Increase your storage space with a custom Diablo 3 wallet. Have something to hang your authenticator from with one of two different keychains. And should you venture outside, shield your eyes from the blinding sunlight with an embroidered Diablo 3 logo flex fit hat. Head over to Jinx today and check out your brand new merch. Well, enough of that. I'm, I'm not promoting Jinx because they're not paying me to. But I would like to say that I am a huge hoodie fan. I wear hoodies oh everywhere. God. Even when it's summer. I'm, I'm one of those. You live of, in Florida, for Christ's sake. You're right. And <laughs> it, it, it's 70 degrees outside and I'm freezing. Um, oh, I love my God. hoodies. Well, it's because I'm a networker. I love pockets. Everything I have. I wear cargo pants everywhere, pockets everywhere. So I have hoodies, extra pockets. 
So, like, even during the winter, I have, like, a full-length leather coat that just has pockets everywhere. I love it. Um, but I would like to say that Jinx is the first place I have found that actually has a Diablo 3 hoodie. And it's totally cool. If you go there, check it out. It's like a Tyrael hoodie, and I'm totally ordering mine. It, Does it's it have like, wings on the back? It totally has wings on the back. <laughs> I'm, I'm so getting that. I want it so bad. All right. Speaking of people who aren't paying us for advertisement, Liz, you got something for us. Yes. The official strategy guide from Brady Games hits the iPad. The official Diablo 3 Digital Edition Strategy Guide by Brady Games is now available in the iBook store for the iPad. The new inter- interactive digital version contains all of the content that was printed in the Diablo 3 Signature Series Strategy Guide as well as the following features. Videos showing how to defeat the game's tougher bosses, ex- expandable screenshots providing close-up views of the actions, interactive town maps, search and bookmark features, and additional hints at your fingertips with expandable strategy content. It's 619 pages! Wow. Now, this would be cool because I guess they can update it whenever they change something, you know, what, you oh, know. That would be neat. If, if anything gets changed, they could just update it and have an update come to it. Because I yeah. have the hard copy of this in my hand, and I'm going, well, they've changed this, this, and this, and this. How can I... How can you do it? Uh, I don't know how they yeah, were able that's... to write a guide and then change. Oh, I know how they were able to do it, but it, it it is inconvenient just a little bit. You know, and that's been the problem with hardcover strategy guides for the past, what? Well, ever since games like WoW started coming out. Right. You know, where, yeah. where you started getting patches left and right. And, you know, mm-hmm. back in the old Nintendo days... <laughs> Games didn't change. Yeah, they were set in stone. You know, yep. now that games get patches and things get fixed, strategy guys go out of date. So I'm really actually excited to see things like this coming out because, like Dean said, hey, throw an update in there. Hey, patch 1.3 came out. Don't worry, we're going to update your strategy guide. Hey, that'd be cool if they did that. That would be really cool. Do you think they will? It sounds uh, like you think they will. Well, this is for iPads, so they're not really customer-friendly, unfortunately. Anywho, this book (laughs) can be viewed using iBooks 2 on the iPad with iOS 5, is recommended. Uh, Diablo 3 Digital Strategy Guide eBook is available for $9.99 on the Apple iBook Store. All right, our final bit of news. Keth, could you please go into it? Okay, there was a huge post on this. Uh, I'm going to short and sweet this thing, because we kind of talked about it last week. Um, Riot Games uh, slash League of Legends, okay, they're the guys that put out League of Legends, has been compromised. Okay, this is the same thing we talked about with LinkedIn. All right, if you're playing League of Legends, you use the same email or the same password as you use on your Battle.net account, Get to your account page, change your password, change your emails, get an authenticator. Okay, like I said, we went over this last week. You know, take precautions is what this boils down to. All right. Um, But that being said, uh, there was some player account information in the European database that were compromised. 
there's a whole post on it on the League of Legends website. Uh, there was a post about it on the blues in the forums. Like I said, you know, it, it's the same kind of thing that we talked about. Just get on there. You know, like I said, if you're playing these League of Legends games, which I'm going to be honest, I haven't done, so I don't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. But are you using the same password as you use on Diablo? Change your Diablo password. Now, where do they go exactly to do that? Uh, You're going to go to battle.net. You're going to log in. You're going to put in your email that you use for battle.net. You're going to put your password in. It's going to bring you up to account management. From there, you go to settings. You go to change password. Same thing. You go to settings. You go to change email address. If either of those are the same as your League of Legends account, you're going to want to change them. While you're there, do what I always say and add an authenticator. You know, this is the age of the smartphones. Everybody's got an iPhone or an Android. You can download it on there for free. Okay, let me run that by you one more time. Free. (laughs) There is no excuse to not have an authenticator. If not, you can get one of those little keychain fobs. They're what, like five bucks? I don't know because six, six fifty, something crazy. It's it's something like that. I mean, you know, go to your local park and look around the park benches. Somebody drops six fifty and change. Okay, get an authenticator. I cannot stress that enough. It's going to upgrade your account security by a thousand percent. I'm sure that's wrong, but somebody did statistics somewhere, and I suck at math. It's okay. I, I like fake statistics, so we're good on that. Well, you know what? Then there was a statistic that said 99% of statisticians totally make up their statistics right there on the spot. I'm just saying. But yeah, uh, take a look at the posts and, and take the necessary precautions. And, and that's that's all I'm going to say about that. Alrighty. Well, I think that's it for the news. We had a big news week this week. I was surprised when putting everything together. Um, we're going to go ahead and in this segment move into the hard corner. If you're ready, see you there. Welcome to the hard corner. Yeah, flexing. Hard corner. Liz, do a flex. Liz, I come on. Flexing. Oh, that's, that's horrible. Oh, that, I know. Jesus. Um, all right. <laughs> this week, in a hardcore challenge, we challenge you to make a character that has a challenge offered by a listener or one that we make up. It gives you a new and crazy spin on things. Contestants have a whole week to start a new character or continue an old character and down the next boss in the story from where they were previously. Last week, we had the Thorns Challenge, and I know y'all thought it was a little bit easy, but I kind of found it difficult to find items that worked for me. The Thorns Challenge required you to wear items that were either white items, or you were allowed any type of rare or magic or any other item, as long as it had the effect of a Thorn effect, which is basically... Enemy attackers take damage of whatever. So, I'd like to start out and say I did complete a hardcore challenge. It's been a while, and I finally, you know, the the slow uh, slow runner finally crossed the finish line. So, I'm excited about it. 
Good I, uh, for you. Yay. <laughs> um, I did. I, I ended up getting to the Skeleton King, and I stacked, I think it was like 15 uh, thorns on me. So enemy attackers took a damage of 15 every time they hit me, which was hilarious on the Skeleton King because his he, he pops up these ads, and as they were hitting me, they were basically killing themselves. So I thought it was I thought it was just hilarious. Quick but note I about did... that. Oh, sorry. Quick note about that. The Skeleton mm-hmm. King has an achievement that if you let him kill fifteen of his own people before you die, you get an achievement. He dies, you get an achievement. Yes. Unfortunately, I don't think that works for thorns. I think that counts as me killing them. I know, but what does it? That that does count as me killing them, doesn't it? I think it would count as you. I think so. If he Anywho. finishes them off, I guess it would count. It. Yeah, he, it would have to be him smacking him. And he does. He does this little spinny smack thing where he, he just rolls, knocks them down like bowling pins. Um, but no, I did. I, I downed the Skeleton King and I was all excited. And, you know, I lived through um, my first hardcore corner in a long time. And my character's name was Spike, which is a really... <laughs> really gruff name for my my mage chick <laughs> stupid <laughs> oh my god <sighs> all right liz you're you're making fun of me how'd you do i i did not make it that far i did oh, find really? a lot of thorns armor though uh towards the very end and that's when i finally started caring about the character i made a female barbarian by the name of bertha because of blue bertha. <laughs> and bertha is so slow but she like i said before she's like hey, hey, hey. and then she punched stuff fairly easily i i, I felt in the beginning level, she was kind of almost the same as the monk, except she was a little bit heftier, so she ran a little bit slower, and that was frustrating. But uh, I can see where I would like this class later on. Oh, it's a fun class. Um, y- yes, really I died right after you get the the town portal skill. I that's so. where I died last week. Oh, okay, so right. I don't feel as bad. Yeah, sort of. no, I died right there last week at getting the the uh, skeleton king's crown. I, from the crypt, that's where I died last week, right after you get your town portal. But this week, I actually made it to the Skeleton King, so I'm excited. Anywho, um, is there anything else you'd like to say on that one, Liz? No. I, I like sure? the big Bertha, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will Kat. all miss Bertha. Who will? Yes. Oh, big Kat. Bertha, you're reminding me of uh, Total Annihilation. <laughs> old game. At any rate. Yes, yes. old. Um... I actually did it this time. I made my first hard corner challenge. Yay! I'm I'm very proud of myself. Uh, I I was very excited. Got to the skeleton king. Was like, oh gee, I wonder if I'm going to die again. Because on all the previous challenges, I've made it to the skeleton king only to make a stupid mistake and get one shot. Uh, this time, pulled it off on my demon hunter, Bob. Bob. <laughs> wow. I was not feeling particularly creative at the time, and, and Bob seemed like a good idea. So, Bob's uh, good. Um, now we can made, keep you because you're finally able to uh, complete the hardcore challenge. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to make it official. 
Keth, now that you've finally completed the Hardcore Challenge, you are an official member of the Diablo Off the Record cast. Oh, I was just meaning as like a pet. Oh, I was about to say, I'm already an official member of the Diablo Off the Record podcast. Uh, no, you're as not. As said by the people that control you, so... No, yeah. Dang! <laughs> oh, Keth always has to pull rank. And, and, and right. just then, millions and millions of listeners cried out and were silenced. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Obi-Wan. <laughs> wow. I, on a side note about hardcore characters, I'd like to say that I also started my hardcore um, barbarian outside of the hard corner challenge on my main account. And Why would you I do have, that? Well, because I, I actually do enjoy playing hardcore for playing hardcore. And I got my, my barbarian. I haven't put much work into him. But I do, I have him, he's right in front of fighting the butcher. So y'all need to wish me luck on that. You know, Liz, I'll tell you why he did it. Mainly it's because he needs to earn enough gold to f- buy, uh, be able to buy Thorn's gear off the auction house. Yeah, probably. Most likely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most right. likely. You know you did it. Yeah, once or twice. I know Keth said, "Did you you bought everything off the auction house, didn't you, Keth? Oh, man, I was on that auction house. The positive side about dying on all these hardcore challenges is I was not restricted by any other challenge. You were like, you have to have Thorns armor? I was like, good to go. Let me jump on the auction house. I'll get some <laughs> Thorns armor. Uh, you know, I know we have an email regarding this, but I had three rare items that had Thorns on them on my character uh, because I bought them on the auction house. I found you didn't say there. anything about not buying them on the auction house. I did not exploit nothing. <laughs> I don't blame you. I thought about it, but then I was like, I'm not going to waste money on this. Really? Oh, the I exploitress did. didn't exploit? I don't exploit. I find <laughs> loopholes. Loopholes. There's a difference. Is there? And I'm proud okay. of you, Keth. Good, good job. <laughs> if she's proud of you, there's a problem. All right, hey. moving on. <laughs> Hardcore heroes for this week that we'd love to give a shout out to William A, Donald H, Sean N, and our fallen heroes, may they be remembered, is Paul K. If you are undertaking a hardcore challenge and complete it, send us a screenshot of you taking down the boss which completes your challenge and sends, send us an email at DiabloOffTheRecord at gmail.com with the title... I am a hardcore hero or I am a fallen hero. We may miss your submission and, and shout out if the email doesn't have one of those titles. So remember, make sure it has one of those titles when you send it in. Now, next week, this is an old, but good one that we had from Diablo two. in the, one of the first challenges we did is the naturalist challenge. But this time, I'm making it harder than our regular hardcore challenge. What? This is, yes, this is a butcher challenge. You have to get through the butcher. That's the end boss of Act 1 using the Naturalist Challenge. Now, the Naturalist Challenge, no repairs, no vendors, no stash, and no auction house. Now, when I say you're not allowed to use the stash, that goes for taking anything out of it. If you find something cool, you want it for another character, feel free to throw it in the stash. 
but no using anything from a previous week. Okay, and, and on that note that you can put stuff into the stash, you can put stuff on the auction house, correct? Yeah, that's fine. You can get rid of anything you want. The point is, is that you can't repair, you can't vendor. By When I say vendor, I mean buy stuff from a vendor and use it on your character or use the healer vendor. No healer vendor. Oh, yep. now that's just cruel. <laughs> no stash. The healing guy doesn't cost any money, right? I don't care. Can't use him. Well, that's, oh, now and, you're just meeting me. But you mean. can just sit there and, and regen in health, to, uh, or in town, so to me, yeah, that's just wasting time. If okay, you haven't fine. found an item that regens your stuff... Oh, okay. Jeez, y'all are I'm just saying, like, I can walk away from the game for an hour, or I can go to the healing vendor. He doesn't cost money, and all he does is give all you right. health. He doesn't give you a any bonus, perks other than that. Bonus points if you don't use the healing vendor. And... No auction house. In other words, no buying anything off the auction house. So that's the Naturalist Challenge Butcher Edition. You gotta get through the Butcher, not just the Skeleton King. I'm never gonna get my other characters up to whatever level. <laughs> Alright, guys. That's enough for the Hardcore Challenge. Let's head into the Voodoo. Welcome to the Voodoo Man. Our spotlight of the week could be skills, combo, or even lore. Something to help you learn more about the game. Now, Liz, do you have anything this week for our, I, our tip? I do, and I have a few too many tips, so I'm going to have to whittle it down <laughs> in my head. Um, because what I did was I got the complete achievements list and search through them. I had to whittle those down, and then now I have to find like three or four just to tell you guys about. These are achievements that you might not think about or you might have missed. I mean, there are so many on that menu when you go into your, your character thing. It's just ugh. So, um, look out for some of these. One of them is the color-coordinated. Equip, equip your head, shoulder, torso, legs, feet, and hand slots with items dyed in the same color, and there's one for all different colors as well. Um, there is a Punch Diablo achievement, which I guess you got, Dave. Is that right? Yes. Punch Diablo Punch while Keth is Di getting beat Diablo. up, which is... It's worth it. Yeah, that's a special achievement, by the way, while Keth's getting owned because somebody's not helping him. <laughs> <laughs> there are different achievements for different uh, character classes. Uh, I'm not going to go into them, but just take a look. Every at the beginning of your character, yeah, you know, there's there's stuff like keep your armor up for 20 minutes straight. I mean, that's something you're not going to think about, and then you know, 19 minutes in, you forget about it, and oh, that would suck. Um, <laughs> there is the hero's new clothes: defeat special enemies without any items equipped on hell difficulty or higher. Why would you do that? I do not know. Um, there is a pinked one called pinked. Kill the special enemies while wearing head, shoulder, feet, leg, hand, and torso equipment colored with lovely dye. Which is pretty much every boss enemy in the game, including not only end bosses, but mid bosses too. You have to be decked out in bright pink. Awesome, because I was going to do that anyway. Oh, man. <laughs> there is a Bashanishu. Uh, hurt Bashiak using Rakanishu's blade. Now, is there a special developer's mode that I might have heard about? 
Yes, there is the crypts in um, Act 1, and Bastiok has a chance of spawning in the crypts in a developer <laughs> crypt. So, Is that awesome or what? It is. Oh my god, I would totally do that if I were a game developer. Um, I mentioned the one about the Skeleton King, have him kill his, his own minions. Uh, a lot of these bosses, just look at the bosses right before you know you're going to a boss fight, because there's going to be an achievement for avoiding somebody's fireballs or something. So just check that out right ahead of time before you go into a boss fight. And I know there's something else that I really, really liked. And then there's... More, and then we can move on. Kill Rakanoth before killing any of his minions. Um, yes. And- that He is in the final act, and his minions, they're, they're weak. They drop pretty quick, so... You have to be really careful with that. There's also some some conversation things that you keep having to go back to every single NPC and talk to them every time, or else you're gonna miss it. I couldn't even. Definitely. I was trying to look that up. I was trying to make that just the tip of the week, and I couldn't even find all the. Ugh. Oh, because there's way too many. All right. Ugh. Well, thank you, Liz, for all those, and I definitely recommend checking out what achievements you have and don't have, because there are a lot that I know I've even missed. You haven't missed any. I know you've got oh, a printout guide. I'm, I've missed one or two. <laughs> Anywho, um, let's move on to the emails for today. We have one email from Sovereign. Says, howdy, Diablo off the record gang. This week's HCC was basically a walk in the park. No real instances of trouble. I did get a rare with thorns, otherwise all white on the barb. Sovereign HCC was his name. I managed to ding nine just as the Skeleton King died. I may have to go back to my no potions hardcore challenge to see if I get through act one without a potion. I'll send some additional screenshots if I make it. And Sovereign was nice enough to actually send us a screenshot where he found a drop of a yellow item that um, had a thorns effect on it. So congratulations, Sovereign, on getting an awesome drop like that. And I'd like to say he also put a PS on here. He says, "Are you down with HCC?" Yeah, you yeah, know you me. know me. <laughs> awesome. All right, Liz. Um, could you go through our reviews? We do have some five star iTunes reviews from America, Mizrim, Jason K, and from the UK we have Damon S. And that is all. We have Twitter shout-outs from Brian Armstrong 4, OU812, Are We Wow, Quids, and Mr. T-Rox, or Terox 3. And Keth. Hey, uh, just a quick mention about the radio survey. Uh, we're still doing that on the site. It's found on each one of our websites. Uh, it takes about five minutes. It's really important to our shows, guys. It lets us know what you're into, uh, what we can improve on. It just does a lot for us. So please, if you got the five minutes, get on one of our sites, do that radio survey. I cannot begin to tell you how much it helps us out. Uh, we also do paid mentions. Uh, for a small fee of 10 bucks. we will provide any kind of small ad or shout-out uh, for whoever or whatever you wish. You got a birthday coming up for one of your friends that listens to the show? Ten bucks, hey, we'll say happy birthday. Uh, we won't sing it, though, because that song actually costs money, and yeah, so we can't do that. I, I but we will say happy birthday. Um, but yeah, you just go to our website, click on the donate button right there. 
uh, or send us an email, and we're going to get you in the right direction. So you can also reach us anytime, Diablo off the record, all one word, dot com. Uh, same thing with our email, Diablo off the record, all one word, at gmail.com. And of course, the overarching QuestGamingNetwork.com. Uh, you can listen to all of our Quest Gaming shows recorded live at Livestream.com slash The Quest Show. Diablo Off the Record is Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern uh, Time. Elder Scrolls Off the Record, Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Minecraft Off the Record, Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Star Wars Off the Record, Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, any of those times? Come on down, check us out on the live stream, hit us up in the chat room, call Dan a noob, I know I do. Wow, thank you, Kev. Liz! I'm always here for you. <laughs> what do you got for us, Liz? We, ha- we are available on Twitter. David is at, at D-I-E-N-F-O-R-C-E, and I am at Mistress <laughs> underscore Lebeau, and Keth is at Keth Gaming, K-E-T-H Gaming. Never give like- out your... I was gonna go right into. Bleh. I like how you. I like how you did my name really fast. That was that was epic. Thank you. I'm yes. just glad she cut you off. He's gonna <laughs> do it anyway. It's coming. Um, never give out your account information. Grab a battle.net battle.net authenticator and install antivirus and antispirus anti spyware software. All right. Well, thank you, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. For our final thoughts, I'd just like to say that I'm really, really looking forward to 1.0.3 coming out in the next week or two. I'm so excited to actually get in and be able to survive a little bit in Inferno. I'm so happy for that. Liz, you got anything? I hope it makes you, you it harder so I can hear you cry over the internet. <laughs> so mean. I know. And Kath. I'm just waiting for the 1.0.4 anti-Dian patch. Man. I'm excited. Just nerf everybody you know named Dian. Yeah, I know. It's I, it's going to come. It's going to come. Anywho, um, Diablo Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network podcast in association with Middle Earth Network, written by the hosts of Diablo Off the Record. Uh, and I'd like to say goodbye, everybody. Have a good time. And D I E N Force. Adorable. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait till one time you mispronounce your name or misspell your name. That was going to be funny. I'm going to miss a letter or something. Liz, <laughs> say goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Have a good time, everybody. Thanks for listening.